0: I have to figure this out, so if I could have some figuring out music. I have all these chairs up here. I miss you. I miss you. I have to figure this out. I miss you. Sort of a quiet I enjoy that I didn't
1: even notice the microphone. I enjoy that I didn't even notice the microphone. I miss you.
2: Poetry night rings
3: through. On Monday, June 17th, we said.
4: All right. Dwayne. Dwayne is our voluntary number one guy. Dwayne. Dwayne.
1: Usually here about you know, eight fifteen. Boy that word stopped me in my tracks. The inflection carried the feel of a knife blade awaiting my next step. Boy, what you doing here? You belong back on the interstate. My eyes sunk into the darkened garage full of grease and gasoline smells that hung like moss in the deep forest. Two figures moved around the shell of a 70s muscle car, country music crackling over their transistor radio. One slow walked his way towards a rifle relaxing on the workbench. Words found my throat. I'm looking for a diner, pulling a 10 spot from my pocket as if green would legitimize my presence thinking inwardly it was a good thing I was white or things might get really dicey we don't serve your kind you best be moving on each word delivered with the effect of a chamber bullet not wanting to show fear I asked can I at least get a soda from your machine make it quick words pronounced like a fist to the mouth a kick to the gut a death sentence I took a cold long swallow, taking in the town, a quiet Montana street in hidden America, strip away the telephone lines, the electric lines, the semi-modern cars, add a few horses and a few hitching posts, and I'd be back in 1865, in a place where nothing changed. They liked their uncomplicated life, their small town thoughts, and I was just passing through I was the walking disease who could sprinkle wonderlust in the eyes of their women folk you done now get tossing my bottle into the barrel overflowing with spent bottles I smiled thanked them for their hospitality thanking my blood that they had never settled in a town where dreams are boxed early then shelled in a cellar next to the rhubarb preserve no one ever wants to eat I walked away, slowly, feeling the comfort, comforting weight of my twin knives. Eyes alert for a quick exit, if need, arose. I glanced back, caught the silent one's silhouette, his hand still resting on his rifle stock. Thank you.
4: That was Dwayne. Thanks, Dwayne. Next up, Joe's gonna read for us. Joe.
5: Thank you. Saving Tasha. For Amy and those with the courage to speak. It was 10 years ago but it seems like yesterday, when the sun slipped beneath the horizon and smudged the sky with a blood-red memory of what could have been had you not spoken. You were 12 years old, and I was your math teacher, helping you gently shift the numbers to balance the equation. You asked to speak with me privately in the hallway, where you stared at the floor, frozen, unable to say the words that would betray your best friend, place you in the shadow of Judas. But the words finally slipped past your trembling lips, hung in the air for me to harvest. Tasha's going to kill herself, you stammered. She's going to do it today after school. She has a gun. She filled it with bullets. It's under her pillow, next to the teddy bear. You took a breath. Your eyes met mine, then looked away, looked for a place to escape. She's going to hate me for telling. She'll never speak to me again. She'll never speak to anyone, ever, I said. If she kills herself, you are a brave young woman, but you shook your head, not yet grasping the weight of your words, the power of your voice, the shift in the cosmos you set in motion when you spoke.
4: That was Joe. Thank you, Joe. All right, next up, we have Zane Parker-Norris.
6: A rough story uh, from creation. In the beginning... When God was still a little girl, and Eden had just grown, snake and spider were one. Snake said to Mother Bird Lily, why not eat the fruits of my web? And Mother Bird Lily, having already had her fill, flew away. Get a little sexy. The s- the smell of a woman. uh there's a better word for that. Colette. cas Cast. Does anybody know that French word for? The- anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry. I'll speed it up. Sometimes you smell sweet. A cloying scent brings this errant drone a buzzing to your petal. An aura of begonias and marigolds, of honeydew and nectarines, of butterflies breath. Sometimes you smell like the day's first coffee, rich, close, warm. And then there are those times you smell heavenly, thin mists of frankincense, myrrh, camphor, ambrosia, you get the idea, incense. The morning, in the morning, the sun sneaks past your curtains and bids you to rise like steam from the late spring's loam. Your bed has ripened with the scent of warm nights, a gentle musk of sweat and wrinkled sheets, a waft of must hair, whiffs of whispered phrases, soft, sugary, and secret. Exotic murmurs, both sinful and holy, dripped from a darkling embouchure into an ear closely cupped, eager for reception. Thank you.
4: Thanks, Zane. Next up is a relation. It's Dobby Reese Norris.
7: <laughs> B flat blue. The rain slickens the runways and streaks the windows of the St. Louis Airport Lounge. St. Louis blues and brews. The slow, melancholy blink on the neon sign beckons you on in. Belly up to the bar, it says. There's Budweiser on tap, Bud Light, Bud Ice, Michelob if you think you're fancy. Spigots topped with tiny trumpets, saxophones, and guitar frets. Warped, licorice discs adorn the walls beneath the mirrored ceiling above the bar. An affected, wide-eyed busboy, chiseled with from navy onyx, removes the remains of a microwave barbecue ribs and cornbread lunch, mops the tables, empties the ashtrays and sachets into the kitchen, grinning a private gold cap smile. Vegas-bound, blue tinted-haired ladies, jester staccato like into the old zone with their cigarettes, to the burdensome blues beat overhead. The down-home blues, the rock-bottom blues, the lightning blues, the big city blues, the BB Bobby Blue Bland, and the blind boys blues. One black patron sits, drinks, feels, glances at his watch, but doesn't listen. He despises the blues. He wants to abandon the blues. He remembers the blues, and you can have the blues. Can I help you, sir? The ebony female bartender flatly does her duty. Bourbon and crushed rocks, please. A dollar more and I'll make that a double. He nods. She chops and swirls the ice cubes in mechanical syncopation with the pervasive sounds overhead. A trombone moans, a clarinet whines. The rain drips from the arch over the river, slickening the runway, streaking the lounge windows, simply the backdrop for the worker day, earn your pay blues. Cutting to the quick and finding forgiveness. Sacrificing the futures of unexplored tomorrows for past sorrows. Wallowing in the after effects of unrealized, even exaggerated expectations. Living mythologized former lives, resentments are unrealized expectations. Dreams of what could have been, what might have been improbable, seem somehow possible. Continuous reruns on twin loops of an old reel to reel projector of the unreal. Finally, knowing I must cease to feel resentment against the unseen at last and the keen sorrow of love's long lost. Forgiveness is letting go of the expectation of the past as being better, different, or more than it was.
4: That's Dobby Reese.
8: <laughs> Norris.
4: So next up, uh, Angela. Angela's gonna read for us.
9: Hoarding. Stupid girl. You did not save all the things that he touched because you thought there would always be him. He was like some glittering fountain in ancient Florida and you were Ponce de Leon and had discovered eternal life. Stupid lightning bolt. In the moment between when it struck and he disappeared, you thought of every single thing he'd given you that you had thrown away. Palaces could have been built from ticket stubs, subway maps, and the ink on paper could have been wrung out and reused to write new words. Tricala and rose petals could have been made into a balm to rub on the wrists to aid sleep. Useful things for now when your wealth is all mineral and made from what happens when lightning bolt meets sand. Smart girl. Next time, you'll root cellar kisses instead of quarrying each day for all it's worth, instead of spending your love with divine havoc, abandoned glory, abundance. This parade has no signs whatsoever of its route. It doesn't matter. All you need to remember is this. Save everything. You never know when what you love will disappear without the slightest trace. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Angela. Keep it going for Angela. And now, our next poet. Scott.
0: Thank you. Hummingbird lullaby, sweet apple wine. The days have grown colder and I can't seem to find my way out of the darkness that surrounded my life. Hummingbird lullaby, sweet apple wine. A rowboat on a river and the stars up above I lay down and I drift down away from my love, who waits in the garden, is it me she dreams of? Or a rowboat on a river and the stars up above? A ribbon and a rose, an old photograph. I sit on the curb, I can still hear her laugh. Inside of my memory, it's all that I have, a ribbon and a rose and an old photograph. Three teeth of silver and the old laughing bone, I've traveled for years trying to find my way home. And I've sat in the garden, but I still feel alone with three teeth of silver and the old laughing bone. Hummingbird lullaby and sweet apple wine. The days have grown colder and I can't seem to find my way out of the darkness that surrounded my life. Hummingbird lullaby, sweet apple wine. Thank you. Yeah!
4: Damn. That's Scott. All right. Next up, we haven't seen you in a while, Malcolm. It's good to have you back. Malcolm Kenyon, everybody.
8: One poem. It has a long title. It's called Life Among the No Eye Contact Dog Walker People. In the land of the blind, the one-eyed man gets trampled, like shopping at Fred Meyer. (coughs) Who are these fuckers walking dogs, who never look at me? Honky zombie people dashing round Fred Meyer, peering at the ceiling. I'm cast adrift among the disingenuous, white scions of the rich guy crypto liar lifestyle, using empty shopping carts to hold their purse or lean on, for prostheses, or as passive-aggressive battering rams while gazing skyward for the rapture. Angels, maybe, the second coming, signs of rain, rare bat species dangling from the beams. Oh, ye would-be chosen ones of western Washington, donate your unneeded eyes to charity. Support the needy, blind. All ye of feet, a lead to believe. Insight means looking up your ass. Thank you.
4: Yeah, yeah, keep it up. Thanks, Malcolm. Vaughn, everybody, give him a round of applause. Smoke signals. I send you smoke signals, wisps of greeting curling in the air and rising. I send you smoke signals, not to tell you that I'm burning, but to show that I fan a fire just to speak with you. Green wood and wet leaves will offer no warmth in smouldering, but knowing that my word met your eye is a blanket on my shivering uncertainty. But does a word unread carry meaning? Do words written on air turn to stone? And am I such a fool to send you smoke signals by night when the moon's not
7: full? Thank you.
4: That was Vaughn, everybody. And next, we have a traveler coming to us from Everett, apparently. So, Lori!
3: There are secrets learned that old crones must keep. Lessons about pain that becomes worry and then turns into loss and betrayal. How a love can torment you, and yet you welcome its embrace. Little half-truths we must say, so our race continues. Like how good it is to be used for magic. Cherished for carnal pleasures. That driving of a family wagon train will be an honor. Valued beyond all when duty overwhelms self. But then chastised for not letting go. Letting go of the reins And then blamed for doing it too soon Still strong enough for work The once young filly Now plods on Trying to find the bliss And the sweet grass once promised Duty propels her But don't underestimate her. Her eyes are on the gate.
8: Thank you,
2: Larry. Uh,
4: Next, Ori. First time, so give him a big round of applause. Hello. Thank you. I trapped a bee in a cup, just for a bit. No harm done. I wanted to break out, snap through plastic like glass. But I left my shoes on the brick, out in the sun to dry. The air ran out in the heat. We both suffocated. Okay, one more. Our love should have been like a dog's yawn, all tongue and mouthy. Passive eyes, barely holding them open. I feel like my stomach's bloating, is it? Maybe the liver is still all aching. I know it hasn't healed. Thank you. That was great, Ori. That was great. Thanks, man. All right, next up, we got Aaron, Aaron Schick coming up.
10: This is for a friend who's caught somewhere between Portland and Honolulu. I bought a new rope for climbing. At night, it sits on the end of my bed. I practice tying it into knots around myself. But climbing alone is lonely. The other end of the rope has no one to love, no one to hold it but gravity, nothing to do but fall away from me. Maybe it found you. You were caught in the waves away from me. Maybe it found you with the magnets and the moon. Maybe I threw it too far. But the ocean spins in circles. You get more than one chance at this. It is never too late to hang on. We are both still here. On the other end of the phone line, your voice tugs at me like that detail of a dream stolen by daybreak. I cannot break myself into enough pieces to travel through the wires. But the distance between us is a self-tightening knot. The more we test it, the stronger it gets, the more we know it will hold us. The ocean is full of boats and men with both hands overboard. The double overhand is only half of the double fisherman, a knot strengthened when pressing against its twin. There's a knot named after you. So beautiful it's reserved for decoration now. Sacred gathering. It is considered bad luck to leave harbor without one. Matthew, your knot can't be tied on a single strand. Weave together your congregation. You need them. They need you. There are too many hands lost in this ocean waiting to hold you, my friend. Are you tying knots in the other end? If I send you an alpine butterfly on the wind, will you trust it to carry you in the fall? Are you falling? This lifeline feels so heavy. We carry too many fears for this gravity. Are you feeling the weight of it in your legs? Tell me we'll meet at the summit one day. Tell me you've got one hand on the brake, but your eyes towards the clouds trust your feet. They know where you've been. But it's your fingers that will take you forward. The world has tied you in this knot. But there are two ends to every rope and I promise one is anchored on dry land. Thank you.
4: Dang. Nice. Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. All right, next up, two poets left. We've got Lance coming up.
6: A severance, the sacred right, possessed internal, glowing green with emerald stability. A shard of the past burns my reflection into infinity, cleansing the palate. Restoring the youth that's been stolen by man Freeing my spirit Lights my eyes To a life I'm sent to mend Oh, glorious onslaught How petty you seem this day A temporary immunity Awakened awareness To the peril and the move Coming for you and I Coming to sever the bonds Of the human quartet of consciousness Tuned out of key and loosened sad and vulnerable melody, dissonant and dark. The emerald light encroaches the scene, displacing the death back to its home, beyond the red nebula.
4: That was Lance, everybody. Give him a hand. All right, we are at the end we have our anchor, Robert Lashley.
2: First poem is called A a Homie's Corner Wall Ode to His Boy Before the Evening Patrol Comes Out to Fuck With Him. Street lamps light, then obscure his crown. Cottonwoods juxtapose with yellow tape pavement, then lose accent in the dullness of electricity. Yet the godhead creates from his aerosol darkness in tumult by the minute in his time. Oaks bend shapes. Reds and blues split numbers, greens are hieroglyphs of trees reflected in language present but unseen. Bright colors accent a place for him idealized when dusk paints in blues, blacks, and grays. In layers, his homie is there than away, but closer than mere inaction. Sirens ring, lined is blinding artifice. Yet the muralist still searches for his homie's face in abstractions over clarity over abstractions. His translation will be a translation of ivory soap soon. Yet in Cannes, he continues his process. Thank you.
4: Robert Lashley, everybody. (laughs) And that's it. Do we have
5: time for one more poem?
6: Come back next week. Come
1: back next week.
3: Come back next week. Come back next week. Come back next week.